Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and change your life as you listen to this message by Bishop Eddie Fabin. Bishop Eddie Fabin serves as a senior pastor at the Kodesh of the Kodesh Family Church, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, founded by Bishop Daguerre Mills. Eddie Fabin is an inspiring teacher and preacher of the Word of God, a renowned marriage counselor, and an anointed prophet God uses to bless multitudes. Now, may the Spirit of God touch you as you listen to Bishop Eddie Fabin.
together, you and I. better clap offering to the choir are we going to work the fields I say are we going to work the fields Jesus Christ said the fields are white and harvest wave amen the Bible says that when he saw the multitudes he was moved with compassion because they fainted they were like sheep without shepherd he said to his disciples to pray to the Lord of the harvest and he will send forth laborers into the harvest. From today, decide to be a laborer in the harvest field of the Lord. I said to decide to be a laborer in the harvest field of the Lord. Only six people in front are saying amen. If I say receive your first car, you see the number of people will be receiving first cars. If I say receive your second car, you see the number of people will be receiving second cars. But I said decide to be a laborer in the house of the Lord. The person you work for is the person who will pay you. If you work for the Lord, he will pay you. Hallelujah. And I always say, whatever you do, find a place in your life to serve God. This afternoon, this morning, we have a great man of God in the house. Is somebody who preaches powerfully. He preaches with clarity. And everything that you would expect. And this morning I believe that God has prepared him to bring you a special message. 
this morning I believe that God has prepared him to deposit a light in your life when the word of God is preached it is light the Bible says that the light shineth in the darkness darkness comprehended it not and I believe that this morning is one such morning when light is being brought to you and God has anointed our own pastor our own bishop and I want you to rise on your feet and receive the ministration of Bishop Eddie Everybody worship with one accord. Every praise, every praise, the Lord God. He's done my savior, done my savior, my healer, done my deliverer, my deliverer. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Every praise, every praise is to our. to put your hands together for Jesus hallelujah every praise is to our God are you not surprised that you are in the month of March hallelujah but I believe that it's going to be the month of March for you receive it in the name of Jesus may God give you more than you can carry in this new month in the name of Jesus amen well, we bless the Lord for another Sunday morning. We are reminding you of our Good Friday miracle service. 25 days more. 25 days more. Wow. We are there already. Amen. So make up your mind that you're going to be there. Hallelujah. I don't know what you'll be doing. Some of you go to Kuru and other places for. Uh, uh, what did they call it? What? Yeah, they have something they do at Easter, isn't it? Eh? Paragliding. You are going to watch. I tell you, there are greater miracles that are going to be at the Independence Square. Amen. God bless you. Why don't you put your hands together one more time? All right. Okay, we want to take our memory verse for this morning and then we'll be moving on. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 1 is our memory verse. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. It's a long one, but it's doable. It's doable. So let's take it together. Ready, go. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1. And it shall come to pass. If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1. Wow. <laughs> Can we take it again? Okay, let's take it. Ready, go. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. And it shall come to pass, 
if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. So it shall come to pass, if you shall hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I commanded this day, the Lord will set you on high. Okay, let's take it one more time. I'm sure we can try. Ready, go. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. And it shall come to pass... If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. Wow. Moment of truth. One more. Are you sure to change anything? All right, let's take it one more time. Okay, ready, go. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. Hallelujah. Shake the next person in the channel. We go feed do. We go feed do. Ah, we go feed do. All right, let's take it together. Ready, go. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Deuteronomy 28 and verse 1. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody lift up your hand to the Lord and bless the Lord and thank him. Thank him for a beautiful Sunday morning God has given to us. Oh, yes, Lord. We bless you. Shuras. Thy glory, O oh Lord, oh, sure Thy glory, O oh Lord. Let the dew, let the dew of heaven bring us. Show us thy glory once more. 
glory one more time Lord may we see your face may we have an encounter with you oh God show us your glory one more time we long to see your glory we long to feel your glory Lord send forth your word to heal and to deliver us may we experience the glory of the Lord as we have come into your presence may the glory be around us May the glory be upon us. May your glory be with us. In the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your glory that makes all the difference in our lives. We give you thanks. We give you praise. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. And you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, for some time we have been preaching from the book that he would mail the anointed and his anointing. Hallelujah. Once again, we want to express our condolences to the bereaved families. Uh, we believe that the Lord is with you and the comfort of the Holy Spirit is with you. Amen. And we have been going through that book for some time now. I believe that if you have the book, You'd have also read the book by now. We're just giving you a teaser. Something that will make you also go for it and read it yourself. We can't do it. Otherwise, we'll just do the book for about three years. And we will not finish. Yes, because it's a very deep book. But we want to move on to something else. And today we are talking and preaching. And for some time, we're going to preach from this book, Others. Others. Look at somebody and say, others. Look at the second person and say, others. And look at the third person and say, others. Amen. A story is told of an army general. It was called General Booth. Of the Salvation Army. Sure, some of you may have heard his name. And it is said that one day he sent a telegram to his pastors, the people that he works with. It's like Bishop Daga sent us a message. You know, and they called all the pastors to come together because General Booth has sent us, our main bishop has sent us a message. 
a, a major message must be very, very important. We must all gather and read. And those days when you get a telegram, it's not today that WhatsApp, people just send WhatsApp. Yeah, before a telegram will get to you, it's a blessing, it's a breakthrough. So if you have received a telegram, it's a major breakthrough, a whole gathering service. So the people gathered all the pastors and they opened the telegram. And those days to telegram to the way it is, each letter costs something. Yeah, now you can write a whole lot of things and send. <laughs> you know, it's a worse. What You must go straight to the point because the way it is, whatever you write, you pay for it. So the man had to calculate his words well and to send a message that will convey all that he wanted to say. Wow. So the people gathered, everybody were going to read what General Booth had sent to them. And when they opened the telegram, they saw the word others. That was the telegram. Oh, I thought you put your hands together. General Booth. One word. Others. I tell you, that's a very deep word. If you don't think about it carefully, you will not understand. You see, but I was reading the vision that even led him, the vision he saw that led him to start the Salvation Army. He said that he had a vision he saw like a big ocean. It was like an ocean of fire. And there were people in it, so many people. And they were burning. They were struggling. They were struggling to come out. And then he saw a small place, like a little platform, where people were struggling to get to so they could step on it and then avoid the flames. And they were struggling. Some eventually managed to climb together. There were just a few people up there who were just holding the others and bringing them up. Bringing them up. But there were not that many. And the people in there, they were so many. So as he saw how people were struggling and all that, and then some were helped to come up. But he said what amazed him was that those who were helped to come up, when they came up, instead of coming to join the people to help bring, they started going on some sightseeing, looking around. They were going shopping, doing business, so many things. And he said, what even amazed him the more was the fact that he said that he saw a vision like, God sent a great being to come down and came to join the people on the platform and they were bringing these people out. Now, the people who had been saved and were up there, instead of they coming to help, they were standing there and they were calling this great being that he should come and bring them shoes and bring them cars and bring them money. Mercy. And then he woke up from the vision. He said, wow, what is this? There are people perishing. And some people are just, they have been saved. Instead of also coming to help to save the others, because they were just there like those people. They had come up and they were rather calling that they should rather come and help them also 
on the land where they are. And he saw that this is a picture of us. That as we have been saved, instead of helping to save others, we are thinking about our shoes, our cars, and the things that we need. Hey, somebody say, mercy, Lord. When he woke up from the dream, he said, I need to raise an army that will be for the salvation of souls. And so he formed the salvation army. So that word, others, it meant a lot. You have to think deeply to understand. And I'm sure the people may have been very confused, wondering, what is this? And I'm sure if I was there too, I also would have been confused. But thank God that we have a father who can take some of these things and break them down for us. Oh, are you excited about that? Understanding is come to us. What you must know about others, I'm preaching from chapter 1. In Philippians chapter 2 and verse 4. The Bible says that look not every man on his own things. Somebody say own things. Hey! Your own things, those are the things you are always thinking about. It's never been about somebody else. Look not on your own things, but every man also on the things of others. Somebody say others. Hey. Hmm. Verse 5. Let this mind, not any other mind, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That means that if you think this way, you'll be like Christ. People who say they want to be like Jesus Christ, that's the way your mind must work. Thinking about others because Jesus thought about others let this mind be in you which was also in Christ the Bible says in verse 6 who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God verse 7 but he made himself of no reputation and he took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, that is where the wherefore comes in. Once you see wherefore, you must ask what it is there for. <laughs> yes. I told you, that's what my English teacher said. When you see therefore, find out what it is there for. There is something before the therefore came. Somebody was thinking about others. And so because he was thinking about others, therefore, God has also highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. Oh, as you think about others, may God also highly exalt you and lift you very high. People who think about others are always up there. That's right. That's right. Those who don't think about others are always down. down there. You watch. 
Anybody who thinks about others, you just be looking at if you know people who think about others, they are always up there. Last Thursday, we had a funeral here of our, our sister in the north. And as we're reading the things that she did, she had just one own biological daughter, but she looked after many other people. Others. So the tributes we had to read, we had to take some out. Because so many people, everybody wanted to say something. Everybody was blessed by this woman's life. Look not on your own things. What are your own things? Your shoe, your car, your children, your money, everything. You, you, you. Only three people you know in this life. Me, myself, and I. <laughs> Just these three people. Me, myself, and I. Those are the people you know. Think about others. Bishop says here, the message of others, number one, is that others exist. Now you may think that you are the only one existing. There are other people. Others exist. That you are thinking about only yourself. Me, myself, and I. (laughs) The other day, Bishop was sharing something with him. He said he went to ask his father for something. And the father told him that you are not my only child. Because the thing you are asking for is you are asking for something for yourself. But I have other children. You are not the only one. So there are other people. So as you are asking for this, remember that there are others. Tell somebody there are others. Hey. Only thinking about yourself. Jesus thought about others so much that even on the cross, when he was dying, even on the cross, he was thinking about some other people. He said, I cannot land in heaven without taking somebody also with me. Hey, even on the cross. So he was witnessing to somebody. He said, listen, today, (laughs) today you will be with me in paradise. Hey, how many of us that you are dying, then you are thinking about somebody else? In pain. It's like, no, 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 no. I don't care about other people. It's just me. See, some people, when there's food, when they are eating the food, it's as if the food, they are the only one. Maybe they are eating with other people. The way they eat the food. Yeah. When we're in school, there were some people, when they see them coming on, they will just They used to call them atinka. Atinka means that they can smell. They smell anything, even Gary, they will smell it. They smell. And when they come and they are eating the food, you would think that the food they rather invited you. Tell somebody, others exist. Yeah. Sometimes when my children are doing, I say, the way you are using the thing, remember that there are other people also. You are not the only person using this thing. Hey. Are you there decided to go back home? Number two, the message of others is that our minds must be on others. 
Our minds must be on others. Don't just think about yourself. Think about other people. Yeah. You see, sometimes when some people are in a certain place, they feel that they are, yeah, and they forget about other people. Yeah. One day, Mordecai had to send a message to Esther. He said, Esther. Esther, eh? <laughs> Tell somebody, Esther, eh? The place you are, don't think that you are just there for whatever and you are, you are going to be free from what is happening. You are just thinking about yourself and you are forget, forgotten about other people. Oh, it's these people. It, it's them. They are the ones who are going to ask for me. No. No. They're preaching. Think about others. He said, who knows whether you were brought into the kingdom for such a time as this. Oh. Sometimes you see people become uh, MPs. Chopping the, the, the post. Chopping the leadership. The way we describe the leadership, that's why people lead like that. It's like it's something you have to eat. I'm chopping the leadership. That's why people will say things like, so when you also are, you are brought into power, it's like a goat eats the grass that is around the tree where it is tied. So once I am tied by the tree, I must eat the grass that is around. Clear? Oh! The fact that you were put there doesn't mean that the grass is for you alone. You are eating, eating, eating. And people, they are eating the things. One time I was driving somewhere and somebody told me, do you know that this road should have been a three lane? I said, yes. Yeah. yeah, it should have been a three lane. But somebody has eaten one lane. What? A lot of roads and people's stomachs, so. People who have been put in certain positions. So you see, there's a road, no road to your house. It is in somebody's stomach. Or what I'm saying is not the truth. They will know what I should say, but we will say it. Eating the money. Then I saw that they had made, you know the roads, there's one here, one here. So the middle is very wide. Big, because the road is not there, so they have made it big. So that a small road is small and big, something in between. I said, look at that. And when there are accidents on the road, just last week I went to Sunyani, I drove on that road where uh, um, Ebony died. And the, the, the pastor was telling me, this is the place, they showed me the place. This, and I saw the road, I said, this thing. It's a death trap. And still, nothing has been done about it. And nothing will be done. You watch. That is in somebody's stomach. It will be there. People are not thinking about others. And they are dying. Eating the root. The message of others 
is we are to spend our lives for others. Why do you think that people like Mandela and all these guys, people like them? Because they thought about others. They didn't think about themselves. As he was in prison, I mean, he was there. He didn't mind he would be there. Hey! 27 years of his life. Thinking about others. As he was there. Are you will never think about anybody? The message of others is that we must live for others. Yeah. Bible says that Jesus Christ, he came to seek and to save that which was lost. That was his life. Seeking and saving. Seeking and saving. Seeking and saving. Is there any lost person here? Let me find this person. Seeking and saving. Seeking and saving. His whole life that he came to live on this earth, he was seeking and saving that which was lost. Yes. That is why today we will make songs about Jesus Christ. We'll write books about Jesus Christ. We will have poems about Jesus Christ. Why? Because he thought about others. He gave himself for others. He lived his life for others. He didn't think about himself. He lived for others. Who are you living for? Jeremiah says something, Jeremiah 45. Verse 4. He said, put it on the screen. Jeremiah 45. He said, that shall you say unto him, the Lord said thus. Behold, that which I have built, I will break it down. And that which I have planted, I will pluck up. Even this whole land. Why? Because verse 5 says that. And seekest thou great things for thyself? It is just you. The things you can get for yourself. Great things for yourself. Every day. Your whole life is you. You've not helped somebody. You've not thought about somebody. Seekest thou great things for thyself? He said, seek them not. Seek them not. For behold, I will bring evil upon all flesh, saith the Lord. By your life will I give unto thee for a prey in all places where you go. When you begin to seek things for yourself, that's what happens to you. God gives you up. The message of others, number five, is that we must serve others. The Son of Man came to serve also. Serve. Serve others. We need people to help in the church to serve others. We need people to join the communion stars to serve others. It's about others. But you like to sit down so they serve you. They should serve you. To be a leader, it means to serve. It doesn't mean to chop money and chop posts. To be a servant. Last Friday, Bishop was sharing between the porch and the altar. He said, Lord, make me as one of your servants. Make me as one. I want to be one of the people who serve in your house. What a privilege. He said, because the servants in your house, 
they have bread enough. Just enough. And also to spare. It's a blessing to serve. You are more blessed to serve others than to be thinking about yourself. Number six, the message of others is that we must lay down our lives for others. Lay down your life for others. Bible says that greater love has no man than this, that a man will lay down his life for his friends. That was Jesus. Nobody else will do this. Your brother may love you. Your sister may love you. Your father may love you. Your mother may love you. Your boyfriend may love you. Your girlfriend may love you. But none of them will die for you. They are thinking about themselves. I love you, baby. But when one man, Am Roberts, came to his house, he was there with his wife. He had a freezer he had bought from whatever. High sense. <laughs> he had not used the freezer, it was there. When he saw the armors, he jumped into the freezer and told his wife, Olinoko, when they come, tell him I'm not here. Tell them I'm not here. And left the wife there. When the people came and they did all the things and they left, he came out and said, Are they gone? I love you. Is that how to love? Number seven, the message of others is that we must use all the blessings God has given us to care for others. Hey, all the blessings, don't use not part of it, all the blessings. You know, when you read Genesis chapter 1, where it all began, when man, God created man, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, see when you read it, Genesis 1 28, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replace the earth and subdue it and have dominion. Blah, blah, blah. This version doesn't explain the thing very well to us. But why did God bless them, give them dominion and all that? The Amplified Bible says it. It says that, And God blessed them, granting them certain authority, and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth and subjugate it, putting it under your power and rule, o- and rule over, dominate the fish of the sea, the best of the air, and every living thing that moves upon the earth. God gave them a certain authority to also use that thing to be a blessing to mankind. Yeah. I don't know whether the message Bible or... Go to verse 26, let me see. Verse 26, let us make man and let us have complete authority and all that. So, basically, you see that God created man so that you will be able to be a blessing. But you are thinking about yourself. Oh, today, may that mind change. May we have a different mindset from today. And may you think about others. Tell somebody others. Hallelujah. And that was the thing about the devil. The devil was always thinking about himself. Yeah. And you'll be using things like, I will ascend. I will do this. I, I. Everything was I, 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 I. And God said to him one day, you will go down. 
she keeps saying, I, 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 one day God he will go down. The Jews, they have a certain, a certain belief that you never use the word I. When you go to the, the they don't use the word I. They say, I is for God. I is for God. So as you get up, and say, I am going to do that. Always use the, this thing, we. Because I is for God. Four things you must remember about others. Four main things I believe that is going to be a blessing to you. Hallelujah. Tell somebody selfishness is not a good thing, no. Yeah. It is the womb of all evil. All evil starts from selfishness. So decide that you will not be selfish. But you will help others. One day God will come. We will give an account for everything we have done. Number one. Others need Christ. Others need Christ. People need the Lord. Isn't that what he said? People need the Lord. Yes. People need the Lord At the end of broken dreams Yes He's the open door People need the Lord People need the Lord People need the Lord People need the Lord. When will we realize? When will we realize? People need the Lord. People are at the end of broken dreams. Many in the valley of decision. Not knowing what to do, they need Christ to help them. A life without Christ, somebody said, is full of crisis. Without Jesus Christ in a person's life, there is confusion. Confusion. That story that we read in the Bible before Jesus rode into Jerusalem when he sent his disciples to go and untie, untie that donkey. The Bible says that the donkey was standing at the, a place where two junctions or two roads met. It may look like a story that happened, but Jesus was using it to teach us something. That a lot of people are standing at junctions where two roads are meeting, where three roads are meeting, where four roads are meeting. They don't know which way to take. There must be somebody who goes to them and say that the way, the truth, and the life is Jesus Christ. That is the way. Come, let me take you to Jesus. And when they took the donkey to Jesus, the donkey's life was changed. May we reach out to people. May we share the gospel with them. May we bring them to Jesus Christ. The same donkey who was standing at the junction where two roads met and didn't know which way to turn now was being ridden by Jesus and people were putting cloth down for the donkey to walk on the cloth I see you also you are going to be lifted up he sent them to every city 
where he himself would have gone. He said, go. You will see a donkey tied. People are tied to alcohol. People are tied to, to masturbation. People are tied to fornication. People are tied to prostitution. They need somebody to come to them. Tell them about Jesus so that they can come from that place and be set free. Oh, may you be that person that the Lord will find to use. Anytime people have knowledge without wisdom or without the fear of God, their lives are some way. People need the Lord. People who are there in places of authority, they need the Lord with that thing they have without the fear of God. We are all dead. Can you imagine if all the people in parliament knew the Lord? People who sit in high places, they knew the Lord. Do you know what will happen? Do you know how many blessings we'll have? Change and bless nation. Bless is the people who know whose God, whose Lord is their God. Yeah. They must meet. So the story is told of a woman in the Bible. We call her the Samaritan woman. In John chapter 4. The Bible says that Jesus Christ must needs go through Samaria. Because you see, where Jesus was going through, where he was going to, Samaria was off. I see you going to Israel one of these days. So that you understand the message as you read it in the Bible. By the grace of God, I was there last year, ain't yeah. But I saw that Samaria was way off the road to Jerusalem. So for Jesus to go through that place, there must be an important reason why he had to go through. So the Bible says he must needs. Why? Because there was somebody there who needed the gospel of Jesus Christ, who needed to meet with Jesus. He must needs go through Samaria. Some of us, we must needs go through some places. Yeah. Just to invite somebody to church, you must needs pass through somewhere. It's not where you normally pass, but you must needs go there. You must needs go there. Because there are people there waiting to be invited to church. One time I was walking in front of a drinking bar. People were inside quaffing, quaffing. As I was walking, the Lord said, go inside. You must needs go through this drinking bar. So I entered and I saw two guys. I don't know whether they are here today. Sitting there, drinking. And I said, can I have a chat with you? They said, okay. And I started sharing with them about Christ. I talked with them. When I finished, one of the guys said, hey. He said his whole life, he has never seen some before. He couldn't believe what was happening. That he was at a drinking bar. Somebody has entered to talk to him about Christ. He said, just because of that, I'll give my life to Christ. I'll give my life to Christ. I don't know whether he's here today. But I tell you, 
people are waiting to hear the gospel and this woman was there the only way she could hear was that somebody would go there one of our pastors here he was telling me an arm robber who gave his life to christ and he told me he was at home or whatever what happened tell us this is your story i like it Bishop, he was um, sitting in front of his gate and then two of my shepherds had gone out for outreach shepherds had gone out for yes. outreach so they had actually finished the way on their way back they passed by him then they came back again and one of them said to him that God has sent them to him to talk to him so they started to share with him and he told them that they shouldn't worry because the whole area people know him as an arm robber nobody invites him to church in fact when he himself goes they sack him because of who he is so he said that because they've come to speak to him you follow them to church so we started coming to church He's here in church. He said he's been waiting for somebody to just come and invite him to church. Just waiting. How many people are waiting and we are sitting here just receiving every day, receiving every day when people are out there need to be saved. He must needs go through Samaria because there was a woman there who had been with five men already and was going for a sixth one. That's it. He was a, a Syria, whatever. We don't know whether it was she was the one deceiving people or people were deceiving her. But she had men. But it just gives us one clear message that a lot of people are looking for something to quench their thirst. They can't get it. So they are trying many things. The alcohol they are drinking, the cigarette they are smoking, the girls they are chasing, the men they are chasing. It's not for anything. They just want to quench their thirst. But they haven't found what will quench the test. So when Jesus met the woman, he asked the woman, give me some of the water that you have. Give me yours. And the woman said, who are you? You are a Jew. We don't have anything to deal with you people. I cannot give you my water. And Jesus said, listen, you don't even know what you are saying. This water that you are having, it will help you. If you knew who was talking to you, you would have asked me to give you living water. He said, the water that you drink, you will thirst again. But the water which I shall give you, when you drink it, you shall never thirst again. You will thirst no more. You haven't met Jesus. That's why you are still thirsting after all these people. But when you meet Jesus, you see that you are full. You are satisfied. You don't need anything. You have Jesus. You are satisfied with Jesus. People need it. Who is going to tell them? That woman was there. Nobody was telling her. I'm sure nobody. If Jesus had not met her, she was going to number seven. Number eight, she would have ended by 20. Because she was still looking for something. She thought that sex would satisfy. But she tried short man. The sex didn't work. Tried tall man. Sex didn't work. Tried fair man. Maybe the fair one, it would be different. I don't know. But it doesn't work. It is not working. Nothing is working. Jesus had to get to the scene and meet with this woman. And as the man, Jesus was talking to the woman, the woman said, Sir, I perceive you are a prophet. Because the way you are thinking, the way you are talking about me, 
I perceive that you must be a prophet. Because these things you are saying, nobody just says these things. When you meet Jesus, sometimes he just says one thing about you, but it feels like he knows everything. He has said everything about you. And the woman, when she felt that, no, this thing is not a message you keep to yourself. You have to share with other people. Bible says that she left her water pot. But see, now the water that she was coming to fetch itself, the time that she came, at around that time, people don't go fetching water. Ladies, but because of her activities, she didn't want to meet any other woman at the place. She came. But after she met Jesus, Bible says she dropped her bucket. Jesus, wait, I am coming. She ran to the city. She ran to the city of Samaria. Hey! She went to others. She said, hey guys, I have met a man. I have met a man. I have met a man. He has said all the things that I've done. He has spoken to me about it. He has said things to me that have melted my heart and calmed me down. You guys need to meet this man, Jesus. She didn't hide it. She didn't keep it. She sent it to them. Others. And the Bible says, when the people heard her, they said, who can this man be? Who can let this woman be? You see, sometimes when people even see the way your life has changed, that in itself is a great message to them. They just follow you. Just follow you. And the Bible says that the people followed the woman. And they came to sit down. I think three days or so. I don't know how many days. They sat there. And they just listened to Jesus talk to them. After they told the woman, listen, now we believe not because you told us. But we too, we have tasted of this blessing. others are you keeping the message to yourself when bishop launched 100 million souls i say hey this is somebody who is thinking about others ask the next person are you thinking about others or you're thinking about yourself how can the message get to them one man was in prison he was dying somebody went there a priest went there to pray for him as he was there before they hang him. Then when the man started, he said, hey, stop it. Then he said, oh, let me pray for you. You're about to die. He said, stop it. He said, I don't think you believe what you're saying. He said, because if you believe it, if you believe that there's a place called hell and a place called heaven, even if there were broken bottles, and he was saying it, he said, I will walk on the broken bottles. Till the last man has heard about the gospel. Let me be right now because my time is up. Others need a shepherd, number two. Others need a shepherd. People are confused. Jesus said in John 10, 16, And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring. And they shall hear my voice. 
and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. When people have no shepherd, Bible says in Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, Jesus went everywhere preaching the gospel. And when he saw the people, verse 36, Bible says that he saw the multitude, they were, he was moved with compassion because they fainted and they were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. The Amplified Bible says that, give us the Amplified Bible, it says that when he saw the crowds, he was moved with pity for them because they were dispirited and distressed like sheep without a shepherd. When people have no shepherd guiding them, they faint. They are distressed. They are confused. They don't know what to do. Today you are seated here Sunday morning because you have a shepherd who is telling you, do this, go here, sit here, come this way. That is why you are here. David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. When the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. He will make you to lie down in green pastures. He will lead you. He will guide you. Your soul is restored when there's a shepherd. When there's no shepherd, you die. And that is why we need to bring people in. And that is why many of us must also rise up and become shepherds. Become a shepherd. Because people need a shepherd. Thank God for the shepherd he has given to us in this house. We are blessed. Number three, others must hear the message. And remember there's emphasis on the message. Because there are a lot of messages being preached out there. But there is the message. Matthew 24 verse 14, Jesus said, And this gospel shall be preached. Not any other gospel. This gospel. This gospel, we are talking about a particular gospel. Because people are preaching some type of gospel. Paul said to the Galatians, in Galatians chapter 1, he said, if we or any other come to preach to you another gospel, people have different gospels they are preaching. But because we who have the gospel, we are not sharing this gospel. People are hearing another gospel and they are perishing. And one day, God will hold us accountable. For we have the thing and we have kept it to ourselves. And people are perishing. They are hearing all sorts of things. Look at us. We receive word all the time. Word that we hear in this house. The message we are receiving in this house. When you look there, the books that are there, the things that have been written. I always use the model marriage because when I see people's marriages, and as I talk to them and I see the problem, I see that, yeah. It's the message that people are hearing. What message are people hearing? And they are perishing. Because we are not taking the message to them. But somebody is waiting for you to bring the message. How can they hear except there be a preacher? We have become like Jonah. Jonah had the message. He said, no, I won't go. These people, I know them. When I, they, I tell them and they change, God, you will forgive them. So I won't tell them. So instead of going to Nineveh, he, went to, he was going to Tarshish. And the Bible says that he went down, down. Even in a ship, he went down. 
Everything is down. His whole life was going down because instead of going the way God said he should go, he was going another way. But the universe is the place. There's a place where there are others. There are people around you who must hear the message. You sit in the taxi, you don't talk to anybody. Because it's me, myself, and I. It's all about you. Forgive. And finally, others have issues. Everybody, people have issues. Sometimes when you are there, you think you are the only one who has issues. But people have problems. See, the person sitting by you, the dressing he has dressed, is just to cover up something. Wait, the one I was telling last week that I saw a lady, she had dressed. I said, you have dressed. I said, I'm using it to cover my sorrows. I said, hey, you don't look like somebody who has sorrow. Yeah. So sometimes the dressing is to cover something. But it's not that the person is okay. People have issues. As you are thinking about your own, people have issues. Yeah. One of the blessings about doing pastoral work and doing shepherding work is that you get to meet people with wild and wilder issues. It makes you forget about your own. When you look at somebody, hey, let me suffer, hey, you will just forget about your own. But you see that, hey, as you are thinking, like the people have problems. Because you are even eating four balls already as you are sitting here. Somebody has not even drunk water. Water. You are on your fit ball. You, you, that one cry, you mash it. You, you couldn't get it. You are crying that you couldn't get a fit ball. And somebody doesn't even have one drop of water. Yeah. One guy fainted in front of Papa here. here. As he was lying down there, people are coming. Hey, 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 let's give him water. Let's give this. The guy got up and looked at the guy who said, let's give him water. I said, my brother, if it's water that I needed, I would have fainted in front of the waterworks. I'm here. What are you talking about? I'm in front of Papa here. He said, we should give me water. Not me, Papa here. I know I'm here. Yes. What are you saying? The problem is not the water problem. I would have just fainted in front of the water people over there. But it's not what I want. I want papaya. I want food. People need food. We are giving them something. One man, he said he was tired of life. He was going to hang himself. He had gone to put his head in the tree like that. Remove his shirt, his trousers. So he just left with a singlet and pants. He was just about to hang him. Then somebody came just wearing singlet and pants. When he saw that, he said, oh, praise God. Hallelujah. What a blessing. God, you are good. God, you, I love you. God, you are good. He took the trousers, saw that it was his size. As he was about to wear, the guy who was going to kill himself, he looked at it and said, hey, put it down. He said, I won't die again. I won't die again. He saw that his own was okay. He was better off. As you are what people have issues. People need, we need 
to forget about our own and go. We need to get up and go. They are waiting for you and I. As you are achieving great things for yourself. And you are looking for things for yourself. When others are waiting. There are others. May the Lord help us. We will go and help others. In Jesus name. Stand to your feet. Let's go. It's the whole duty of man that you help others. Lift up your hands and just talk to God. Ask God to help you, grant you the grace. The grace. Sing it in the background. People need the Lord. The verse. Oh, as you pray, just talk to God. Oh, yes. Talk to God. Every day people are passing us by. Yes. Talk to God. Tell the Lord, let me think about others. Help me. Not to just think about myself. Yes. Yes. Yes, Lord. Headed who knows where. Headed who knows where. Empty people filled with pain. On they go to private. Prostitutes out there. Fornicators out there. Yes. Yes. Yes, Lord. Oh. They are silently crying. But only Jesus hears them. Only Jesus hears. God wants. Go out and know that people need the Lord. People need need the Lord. Lord. People need. They need somebody. They need somebody. People need the Lord. Oh, yes. Who is going to go out there and be used by the Lord to talk to somebody? To talk to somebody who is dying. Yes. Jesus. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. Father, we bless you. Oh, Lord, we worship you. We give you praise. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. At the end of broken dreams, Lord, we worship you. When we when we realize people need the Lord. People need the Lord. Beloved, the good Samaritan, before he came by that thief, Bible says that a Levite came to pass and a priest came to pass. Most of the time it's a priest and the Levites who just pass by the people. The good Samaritan who goes to look after them, beaten by life, and they bring them to the inn, which is the house of God. May we be like that good Samaritan and bring somebody today. Every head bowed, all eyes closed. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you are not born again. You know, your life you've been seeking for things to satisfy you, but you've not found it. Only Jesus can satisfy you. Today, maybe somebody invited you. He called you and said, come with me to church. You didn't even understand. But as you heard the word today, you realize that you need the Lord. You need Jesus in your life. Every head bowed up. Do you want to surrender your life to Jesus? Just lift up your right hand wherever you are standing and I'm going to pray with you. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. Let it go up. Don't be shy. Today is a good day. Today is a good day. Lift it up. 
up above your head in the balconies i see your hands god bless you god bless you many hands lifted god bless you if you have lifted up your hand please do one more thing for me move out of your seat come to the front come come ashes help them help them come give him your life today from upstairs come down keep loving come on to jesus Clapping for them. Let him have his way. Keep clapping. Many people are coming. Come, come to Jesus. God bless you. Keep clapping. Oh, why don't you clap? Angels are rejoicing. Angels are rejoicing. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Yes. Yes. Come all the way. Ashes, help them. Let them come. Listen. All these people are standing here because somebody invited them. How many of you, somebody invited you to church? Yeah. Somebody went to them and said, come, come. And today they are standing here. Look at that. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. It's a sign of surrender. And I want you to pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life from today. I will save you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you so much. Listen, you have taken a very important decision today, and you have to grow. You see all these people, they also gave their lives to Christ, just like you did. And today, Lord has lifted up. God is going to help you. You will do well. Amen. See our lady pastor waving her hand. She's going to talk to you. She'll give you a book by the bishop who wrote the book I preached from. It will be a blessing to you. Please follow her this way. Follow her this way. God bless you. God bless you. Please take your seats. We trust that you have been blessed, refreshed, and encouraged by the preaching of God's word. For further inquiries, call plus 233-307-010-444. Eddie Fabin is also on Facebook and Instagram. God bless you.